0: podcast is about how to turn off. uh, Because as a busy business owner, whether in the cleaning industry or almost in any industry, you are inundated with inquiries and problems and just general communication and staff that want to get in contact. And it feels like you are the central hub. And sometimes it feels like your head is about to explode. So (laughs) In the cleaning industry, particularly at the beginning, Diane, what's the most common cause for almost this communication
1: overwhelm? I think I think it's probably really common, as you said, not just in the cleaning industry. It's common. It seems like business owner syndrome, doesn't it? Especially particularly new business owner syndrome or growing business owner. And I think the problem is that we feel like we have to be available. And we make ourselves available, especially in the early days Oh, a new client. Oh, yes, I'm going to keep talking to them at any time I'll respond. Oh, yes, I've got to respond to this inquiry or a question from a client. And it's the same when you have team members, you're chatting to them all hours and and it becomes a pattern, I suppose. So do you think that this has become
0: worse with the rise in mobile phones are constantly in our pockets? Uh, I was talking to my son who's a teenager yesterday there's now even more social media channels I've just heard of a new one threads, threads have you heard yeah. of this to replace twitter. twitter
1: rival yeah
0: yeah twitter rival and I was sat there going do I want to do this do I want to do this can I face another one but going on to this um do you think that the problem of overwhelm has got worse with the increasing number of communication channels or do you think this has
1: always been a problem um, I think it probably it's definitely increased if I think back to when I started the business we didn't get inquiries through Facebook or WhatsApp and like say Twitter threads Instagram Um, it was there but it wasn't that's not how people communicated people communicated by telephone so I very quickly put in place a telephone answering service and but mobile phones were around and I just used the mobile phone that I'd always used and I think most people do when they first start and yep. before you know it, that phone, you hate you hate it when it rings.
0: <laughs> I've got to say, I don't mind answering the phone when it rings. Do you know what bugs me? Voicemail. There's nothing that bugs me more than voicemail because it's the waste of time. Going I've turned mine the... off. Wow, well, I did turn mine off. And then my husband told me off and said, you can't turn it off. And I know well, it's better that it's turned off than me not listening to it. But um, thats is that the answer? Do we turn all these things off?
1: Yeah. Or... Put a message on to say, I don't listen to it. Send me a text message. <laughs> get rid of the anxieties in your life. Yeah, I don't like voicemail either. So I just turned it off. So, what's the worst that can happen?
0: <laughs> but this is it because you've got that in perspective, haven't you? You're like, look, if they want to, to get hold of me, they'll phone back, they'll text. But actually as a new business owner, this can be really overwhelming because you know you've now got three voicemail messages, you've got two Facebook messengers, you've got three messages on WhatsApp and you've forgotten about this really important one from your staff and you don't even know where to find it because you had six different communication channels in the first place. And how are you meant to remember everything anyway? And, and it is coming in from all angles, isn't it? And all times. And for me, the one thing that bugs me most about this is I could be having dinner with my kids. You hear a ping. It comes up on notifications. You quickly look at it and you think, nope, I'm not going to deal with that now because I will prioritise my family time. And then when you go to deal with it, it's disappeared.
1: Yeah. Or worse, I think, you know, a message comes in on a Friday night with a problem. And even if you don't deal with it on the Friday night or over the weekend, guess what's in your mind? Yeah. All Friday night, all weekend. How am I going to deal with that on Monday? So the only answer is don't have access to it on a Friday night. Can you do that? You have to, honestly. <laughs> if it's that's one thing I've learned, because I, I've you know, I've been a new business owner and you know, growing and getting excited and thinking I have to be available pretty much twenty four seven, and I just realized that I'm not that important. I don't actually think I have to be available
0: 24-7. Well, do you know what my solicitor does? My solicitor sends out all the most aggravating, important emails at five o'clock on a Friday night because she knows I can't contact her till Monday. And so there are <laughs> business owners that do this. I'm not sure that that's the best customer service having been on the end of it. My solicitor, I want to kill her because she'll do something that I that is emotionally engaging and I want to reply. And I think, what's the point? What is the point now?
1: Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think that's actually poor customer service um, because, yeah, what what's, what purpose does that serve? Unless it was a an information email that you needed to get out by close of play on Friday, that's fine. But, yeah, if it's going to be anything contentious, that really should be done in office hours so that it can be dealt with. And if it's that bad, you should probably pick up the phone anyway. But for me, it's about realising that, you know, even back when it was just me, My It was still not that. I'm not an emergency service. I don't have to be available 24-7. It's a choice. So as a cleaning business owner that's growing,
0: I seem to be quite aware that if we don't get back to customers quite quickly, really within sort of 20, 30 minutes, ideally of an inquiry, The reality is they probably could have gone or will have gone to someone else. So does that concern you when you think, well, I'm going to turn off for a Friday night, that actually you could get two or three inquiries in on that Friday night that you've missed?
1: well, then they still don't have to be dealt with on a Friday night. I, I'm not sure that they're my target market if they are their expectation is that I can call them back at nine o'clock on a Friday. Um, and, you know, there's lots of automations that you can use when it comes to messages. So there can be an auto message that you know acknowledges that somebody's contacted you. And I'll be I mean, you know, if you want to work Saturdays following up sales inquiries, I'm not going to say that you shouldn't do that. But if it's affecting your family life and your mental health and your love for your business, then you shouldn't do it. So it's that balance of what's because, you know, we talked on a previous podcast about building the perfect business for you. You don't build a business for me. You're building it for yourself. So if you're listening, it's your business, not mine. I'm just trying to share my experience of thinking I was indispensable and this 24-7 on-call person. It will drive you insane and it's it's not good for you. I've
0: got to say I I will do it on a Saturday and I saw someone post uh, recently saying well I work Saturday and Sunday that gives me an extra 100 odd days in a year so I can outperform other business owners but the reality is what they're probably only doing is sitting there for an hour in the morning responding to emails which is what we all do anyway so I'm not sure it does give that edge because I don't know many business owners that don't I I know that I'm quite guilty. First thing in the morning, I will go through my emails in bed before I get up. Then I can happily not touch them all day. And when I say emails, I mean all messages on all platforms. And I literally go through them in order. And then I will do it probably about nine, 10 o'clock just before I go to bed. I will go through the lot again and I'll do that every day, day in, day out, whether it's a Saturday, whether it's a Sunday, whether I'm away from home. It's just standard practice before I go to bed and when I get up. I don't know why there's more when I get up, but there is always more
1: that come in overnight. Maybe <laughs> do it's because people don't have any work-life balance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Every 12 hours I do it, but yeah, I get a lot. So what I find is you might respond to some, particularly Facebook messages at nine o'clock at night. By nine o'clock the next morning, you've then got the responses to deal with.
1: Yeah, and, and I get it, you know, especially if you're growing and you've been actively marketing, you're going to have inquiries and you need to deal with them quickly, 100%, it's the same with recruitment, but you can still balance it, you can still, you know, and if you've got young children, so what I did when my when I first started my business and my daughter was coming home from school at so half three, I would stop for a couple of hours. And then I could do a little bit later on when she was sorted, either watching TV or or gone to bed. But I didn't miss out on the family time like I had been when I was working in an office when I wasn't home till seven o'clock. I never wanted to go back to that. So I thought, no, that was how I balanced my work life was take a couple of hours off, listen to her, call her jibber jabber because she talks a lot. I still colour it now she won't mind that she won't Um, but yeah listen to her jibber jabber and downloading and just having a general catch-up and then family tea and all that sort of thing and then I could go do a couple of hours work guilt-free whereas if I'd worked through that home from school time that's when it causes the stress not just for you know for you really more than your kids your kids probably won't notice so much but you you'll feel that guilt won't you so yeah you've got to find a balance
0: And I've done this, like everyone, I've done this in the past, where you're there with the kids and you get a message in and you're not actually replying. They're like, mummy, put down the phone. You've not replied, but you're sat there thinking about it, playing it over, going, oh, how do I deal with that one? Um, And so you're there, but you're not really there. And that's the biggest problem with all these mobile devices and everything else. Um, You do have to just put it away. And for me, from the moment I do the school pickup till about 637 I don't even know where my mobile is. I lose it every day. And then, of course, I'll pick it back up and find it again. But
1: um, it's about being present, isn't it? And if you are conscious that there are things going on on a device when you're meant to be doing something which involves real people, yeah. <laughs> um, then then people notice. And, and one of the, the biggest things that I did, one of the biggest, well, actually two, I would say. The first one was to use an answering service. So 24-7, they answer the phone we don't um which is it makes a massive difference in terms of pressure and anxiety and and also the person inquiring particularly for inquiries but also for customers they know that a human being has spoken to them and therefore that the message will get through whereas an answering machine isn't the same and also the second thing that i did was to get a personal mobile Um, i was forced to because i was having a major operation it's probably about eight years ago now um and I was having major surgery and I knew that I couldn't work I had to take at least a few weeks off and but I wanted my friends and family to be able to get in touch with me but because I'd used my original mobile as my work one I was a bit stuck so it was like right I need to get a new mobile so rather than getting a new work mobile when i would got all that number on everything out there I just got a new personal one and just texted my mates and my family with the new number and that was it Solved, and then I could turn my mobile off.
0: Yeah, so I, I, I find this tricky because obviously, like you, I run multiple businesses, and sometimes I don't even know how to answer the phone. I'm like, do I answer it with the business name or just to say my name? That's easier. Um, and so because I find that business and life and everything just blends into one big mush. I I only have one I've got to say I love the idea of only having a personal one do you know my fear of only having a personal one I don't know how much just personal life I have left <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't know if I'd have anything on my personal call because it's um it's all just blurred do you know what I mean no, see, like, I
1: like it because my work phone I, can, I literally I leave it in the office Oh do you it's nowhere near me in the evenings it's nowhere near me at weekends um and um it's it's just really nice to just be able to just switch off from that particular thing I mean to be fair it doesn't ring that often nowadays because I do have a team in place but when it was just me and the constant calls from staff and clients and new inquiries the even the answering service putting the call through to me four o'clock it can get switched off if I'm on holiday
0: yeah I've got to say I think the reason I'm not so fast is my my phone number, my Bowman number isn't the first line of call. actually, if it's coming through to me, it probably actually does need to be me. I don't get inquiries and things like that. So that's
1: probably why I don't worry as much like you. Yeah. I don't get all those phone calls no, and, then... and to be fair, that that phone does barely rings nowadays. but in in the time when it did, I really really needed to find a solution and that was the only solution was to get a new personal phone and I guard that personal mobile number you know you have it but I was was gonna say do you regret giving it to me (laughs) yeah just never share it or I'll have to change it in fact actually you know I did change it about about five or six years ago somebody that I was working with shared it with a couple of people just and I said you've given them my personal number they went yeah so I changed it because it was just it's so like sacrosanct to me that that is friends family it's not it's not work
0: I know so for me the reason I don't worry is because I regularly lose my phone it's always on silent I barely notice it so I will (laughs) only engage with it when I want to but the point about this is it doesn't matter what method you choose or how you choose to manage it I think what's clear from both of us is we do actually both have strategies for managing it and that we don't say I'm available 24/7. You can message me 24-7 and I will reply to it, you know, even if you message me at 10 past nine, I've only done it at nine o'clock this morning. I'll get back to you within 12 hours, probably before. But but it's not constant. And that's why I keep my phone on silent. My husband hates it. He hates it. But it means that I only will engage when I want to get back to people and it's I'm not dealing with that mental pressure of is it
1: going to go off at any moment? Yeah. And I suppose it's saying about the mental pressure. I think that's probably the the thing here is that if. This is a, a problem for you switching off. Um, and we had somebody in the groups recently who was saying my staff are messaging me on a Friday night about holidays and about pay slips. What do I do? And I'm just like Ignore Ignore it. it. <laughs> Literally, that's the answer. Ignore it. <laughs> they can message me on a Friday
0: night, but I don't have to get back to them till Saturday morning. And at any point, if it's my Friday night, if I'm at the cinema or I'm watching a film or I'm with my kids or whatever I choose to do on a Friday night, that, that phone is not my problem I'll deal with them Saturday morning they will get dealt with promptly I will say that but it doesn't have to be there and then
1: and do you think this could you know and it, I don't know about you but I get a lot of emails still and I try really hard to, I unsubscribe from things and I, I try really hard to minimize it but it become it can grow quite quickly can't sit your email inbox you know and is there pressure that people want instant responses you know and I've been guilty of it where I've sent out an email and I kind of gone, it's been 3 days what's the matter with you
0: <laughs> yeah so i i mean i would always get back to people normally within 12 hours um i think they do want to, i think we all expect instant responses it's become a culture now um but yeah that's that's how it is we all want it but that doesn't mean just because we all want instant responses doesn't mean that we have to be subjected to being that one giving those instant responses and there is no reason if it's taking you more than an hour a day to get through all of this then something's going a bit overwhelming and you need a VA, you need some other processes. Like if it's more than an hour a day, split over two or three sessions, that's too much in my opinion.
1: Yeah. And you will get overwhelmed. And what happens when you're overwhelmed is you then stop doing things completely. It, you yep. know it, it can cause that anxiety where it's like well okay there's too much on my list so I'm going to do nothing and there's too many messages coming in so I can't reply to any of them and that's when the real problems can can start so hopefully we given you some ideas as to how you can make it a little bit easier perfect thank you very much
0: Diane and we look forward to speaking to everyone again soon